Welcome to Five Dubs by MDDC Press. I'm your host, Rebecca Snyder, the Executive Director of the Maryland, Delaware, and DC Press Association, which represents news media in our region. Five Dubs focuses on the who, what, when, where, and why of local news media. We'll talk with the journalists about the stories behind the news. You can find more information about our guests in the show notes or on our website, www.5-dubs.com. In an earlier episode, we talked with Kristen Griffith, who was one of our nominees for Rookie of the Year for 2019. We're going back to Kristen now and publicizing more of her interview as she has now been named MDDC's Rookie of the Year for 2019. This prize is for new journalists in the field for less than 18 months. She is the education reporter for the Enterprise in St. Mary's County, Maryland. The judges were impressed with Kristen's tenacity, story selection, and FOIA requests. One of the judges said, if you removed her from her paper, the readers would have missed really important stories. She has drive, determination, and grit. The judges observed that working at a small paper, she is digging on her own. Enterprise editors Donnie Morgan and Jesse Yateman wrote in their recommendation letter, it has been a stellar rookie year for Kristen. She is not only unafraid to speak truth to power, but her lively and engaging personality puts people at ease. This innate ability to connect with others has served her and the enterprise well. Griffith graduated in 2018 with a master's degree in journalism from American University. Let's hear more from Kristen. So now the Enterprise covers St. Mary's. Could you share with our listeners the role of the Enterprise? What does the paper geographically cover and, and sort of a little bit about it, the publication itself and where we can find it? Yes. Yes. Okay. So the Enterprise is pretty much part of SouthernMarylandNews.com. So if you go to that website, you can actually see the coverage of three papers representing the three Southern Maryland counties, um, St. Mary's, of course, but also Charles County and Calvert County. Other facts were owned by APG Chesapeake as well, if anyone's interested, which I know a lot of other papers within DDC Press is, is owned as well. Because you're new in, in your career, how is it different being a professional journalist than you thought it would be? You've, you've freelanced, you've trained, but how is it different? Gosh, well, I will say as far as I was surprised of how similar it was to my college experience, actually. Good relationship with, yeah, good relationships with editors, a small staff, um, maybe that's a difference because when I came out of grad school, you know, I was had opportunities to work in other bigger newsrooms and didn't really get as much one-on-one as I'm getting now with my editor. So part of the reason I like it so much, and of course, being a rookie is um, getting that learning experience still and, and speaking to, to my bosses pretty frequently, pretty much team working some of my stories and getting guidance and feedback and whatnot. So 
that's something I was used to in college. So like I said, so it's nice that I can still work closely with my bosses, even still. When we connected, you were at Wesley in an undergraduate program. Where did you go on Correct. to... What happened in those years? What happened? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. I feel like a lot has happened, but really it wasn't that long ago. So after I graduated from Wesley College in 2017 of the spring, I went straight to grad school that fall at American University in Washington, D.C., where I studied journalism for a year, quick program. But through that program came a lot of great experiences the school has great connections. For instance, they were able to develop a partnership with the Washington Post. Through that, we had to apply to get in the class, but we were able to basically be interns at the Washington Post and work under investigative journalists at that office, which was an awesome experience, as you could imagine. Also, and that was that fall and that spring, but also in the spring, there was an opportunity to apply to other internships. I applied to WAMU for 88.5, which is an NPR affiliate station in Washington, D.C. again. Um, and in that, I got more local news experience, which was nice. Um, I think that's where I realized that's one of my favorite areas of journalism. Worked with audio, was able to do things I've never done before, and, you know, learned from my colleagues and whatnot, was able to actually hear myself on the air, which I've never done before. So that was awesome. It, of course, really helped my resume. And then after that, right after I graduated following fall, I was able to um, be an intern at USA Today and work in their life section and travel section. A lot of great byline opportunities there. And again, exploring an area that I've never had experience in. So was able to get a lot of experience in different areas and then gladly went back to local news at the Enterprise, did education, and I've loved it ever since. So it, it really does sound like you've had these diverse experiences, both in radio and national news, investigative and now community journalism on a really specific, kind of a hard beat when it comes down to it. What draws you to community journalism? Well, I think going back to my roots per se in college, when I actually found my passion for journalism, I think I just love the face-to-face -face interactions, um, talking to people, getting to know them on a professional but sometimes personal level when you talk to them so often and being able to do that again at the enterprise is pretty awesome and I apologize I forgot what your specific question was well, just like, what, what kind of draws you to community journalism yeah oh, yes okay yes right so I think when in grad school I missed that sort of interaction given that most of my work when talking to sources and doing interviews was over the phone. I, I didn't realize how much I missed it until I went, until I went to the enterprise. And I just, I noticed getting to know people on that level, getting to meet them, them knowing me, me knowing them, I think also creates for better stories, comfortability. When you see the mm -hmm. same people over and over again, I think they, it's, very helpful to easy to build trust uh, for the most part. And yeah, it's just more exciting being able to get out the office and, and go to some of these events or take pictures. People 
that you don't recognize, recognize you just from seeing you around the community every Saturday when you're assigned picture weekend. Um, so, so that's, yeah, I think that's the best part of community journalism. And to me, the best part of journalism in general is the connections we make with yeah. the community. <laughs> when did you first decide you wanted to be a journalist? Probably back in high school. I had a class at North Point High School in Waldorf, Maryland, called Newspaper. It's a newspaper class. That was my first introduction to it, to journalism. Same type of things, interviewing students around campus or the building, talking to them about things probably wouldn't be talking about if we were just regular classmates. Of course, didn't know much about it. So when I realized how much fun that was and having students and teacher compliment my work and building confidence about it, I thought, oh, I could be good at this. And then a passion arose once I pursued it even more in, in college and at Wesley. Well, and it sounds like, you know, you've had this this drive to, to kind of create those connections in a community, whether it's individuals or in, in a geographic place for a long time. And it and, uh, sounds like it's been really fulfilling for you. What do you think, you know, when you're in a community, sometimes you're, you're building those connections, you have that trust. But what would you like your fellow community members to know about being a journalist? Ooh, what would I want them to know? One of the first things that comes to mind is the benefits of speaking to journalists. Of course, our job is to let others know how things are working or things are going. So for instance, on the school beat, I, I would hope, uh, I would tell other school officials if listening that, um, it helps the questions I have, and some people know this already, the questions I have are questions that other people in the community may have, whether they're parents or students or just your everyday citizens. Um, so talking to me is also in a way talking to them. So I would hope that people would be less reluctant to talk to us at time, even if the subjects aren't their favorite topics, uh, to put it lightly. <laughs> Having a relationship with the paper, I think, is beneficial to the community in general. And I think that readers and community members would have a deeper respect, have a, maybe even more of a respect than they already do for you if they see how transparent everyone is being. Mm-hmm. It's sure. my two cents. And I do, I do feel like, and I, I hear often that, Uh, Journalists really are the stand-in for community members. You know, uh, not many community members have the time or the energy or even the consistent knowledge to attend all the school board meetings or really engage deeply. But those aspects are so critical to their lives and to their kids. Yes. So so working with the journalists, I think, is, is so important at a community level. Thanks for listening to Five Dubs with Rebecca Snyder. Please subscribe and leave us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts so that others can find us. What do you want to know about local journalism? Email me at rsnyder, S-N-Y-D-E-R, at mddcpress.com. Interested in supporting our podcast and journalism? Please donate to our 501c3 Press Foundation. 
Find out more and see the full episode list and show notes at www.5-dubs.com.